0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Overnight Trainer podcast. I am so excited you are spending some time with me today. It is pouring rain outside, so if you do hear some uh, background noise, it's because of that and probably the other hundred things happening in my house right now. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it's been pouring the last couple days here in Austin, Texas, and hoping for some good weather, uh, this coming weekend and hope you've all had a wonderful week or weekend wherever you are and listening to this show. I uh, just want to say, I appreciate you so much for all of your support and for listening in and for asking such great questions. Um, keep them coming because, uh, the questions that you all have are exactly what provides, uh, me with all of this content. So you can always feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn, LinkedIn, by direct messaging me so just find me uh, at sarah canistra you can also email me hello at the overnight trainer.com i love to hear from all of you so thanks so much for again for all of your support and you know i really just want to shout out right now we're uh the nearing the end of the fourth week of the overnight trainer group coaching program and i'm just I'm so impressed and I'm so proud and I I look at the people in this group and the hard work that they're putting in, not only for themselves, but for each other. And I, you know, we're four weeks in and the, I like to say some of the hard work is done, right? A lot of it in the beginning is really unpacking, you know, who am I? (laughs) What do I want to do? You know, this is a big transition. There's a lot of, emotion that goes into it too. So, you know, I really just commend everyone who's in the group who's just hustling. Everyone is, you know, working so hard, but we're also taking moments to understand that life happens. And that's what I love so much about this group is that they are all here to pick each other up as life is happening around us and to us you know it is it's it's natural that we're gonna have great weeks and bad weeks and i think that's the beauty of of being in this program is you have the support of so many people around you who are going through the exact same thing so i'm just so proud of them i mean finding their niche, uh, resumes are being posted and just seeing like the work uh, that they're doing and just knowing, you know, from having been on the side for for so long, just knowing how many companies are just going to jump at the opportunities to have uh, these people on their on their teams and on their L&D team. So um, I am going to be opening up uh, the second cohort of the Overnight Trainer group coaching program, uh, we will start in August, which is only a few short weeks away. Um, I am sending out this week emails to my VIP list. So if you are not on that list and you want to get the best possible deal on the group coaching program, get on the list. Just email me hello at the all you have to say is I want to be on that VIP list um, and I should have an email going out uh, this week so this is Monday July 5th as I'm recording this um, but this week we'll I'll send an email out with uh, all the information to get pre-registered and find your dream job in L d so today I want to talk a little bit about and I don't think it'll be too long but you all know every time I say that, it ends up being like an hour and a half episode. Um, but, you know, I'm getting a lot of people who are new to LD leadership or people who want to get into L&D leadership. And, you know, there's a lot of talk right now about what it takes to be well a leader in general, but specifically an, an L&D leader. And so I wanted to give a little bit of my, I've talked about this before, but a little bit of my thoughts and and two cents so I have three cents on this of what L d leaders at, at any stage in all honesty but especially new LD leaders uh what they can do what you can do really to step up your your game because it's so interesting you know in an d leadership role because you are, you're essentially multifaceted in so many ways, which you are as an L&D professional, no matter what you're doing. But I find it so interesting as, as an L&D leader because you have to, first and foremost, lead and develop your own team, typically. Um, hopefully, as an L&D leader, you do have have a team and have some people helping you. And so you're developing your team Uh, while you're also working on developing the entire company, um, and while you're also having to work on developing yourself. And that's a huge part of it is making sure that we can't pour from an empty cup. And the more that we don't develop ourselves, the more we're unable to develop those around us. So I want to start off by talking about the first thing that really – First, I say unconventional, right? Because let's all back it up for a second because there's a lot of conventional things you can do to step up your game, right? Like you can get certificates and you can go back to school and you can take a leadership course. Like you can do all of those things. You know, I I, I assume as L&D professionals, as soon to be L&D professionals, you're pretty much aware of kind of those those things that exist out there, right? And there's pros and cons to all of them and to each their own on which ones work and which ones don't. And I'm not going to go into that necessarily today, although I do have a, a blog post, <clears throat> which I wrote a little over a year ago, so it probably needs to be updated. But it is on the OvernightTrainer.com website talking about more of those specific things, um, certificates and things like that. <clears throat> Excuse me. But I want to talk more today about the more unconventional or or maybe less thought of things that will actually, in my personal opinion, (laughs) help you more than those types of programs. Um, You know, I'm all about learning by all means, um, but I think it's important that we think outside of the concept of when and where we learn right? That's ultimately going to make us really great L&D professionals and L&D leaders when we think about learning um, beyond training. And it's interesting, most of you know, I consult with learning cluster design, which I live live and breathe and die by uh, from a model perspective. Uh, but one of the things when I'm consulting and I'm working with our clients and I'm doing learner interviews, you know, one of the things I always have to preface is, we don't equate all training with learning um, all learning with training right so really it's what we're saying there is that so many of us equate training with courses and sitting in a classroom um, e-learning modules right but that's not how learning always works I, I always use the analogy and again i use this when i'm working with our clients to say you know if you're walking if you're taking a walk you know with your dog in the afternoon and you see a really cool flower that you've never seen before and you download this app you know i have a friend who um, who whose friend whose husband has a an app for different types of uh, mushrooms so when he's out hiking he literally could take a picture Picture of the mushroom, and it pops up and says, this is this type of mushroom. So same type of thing, right? You could be out walking, see a flower, pull up an app that tells you what flower it is, and you've just learned, right? But you didn't go to a training session. You didn't go to a, you weren't in a classroom to learn about all the different types of flowers. Something piqued your interest. You said, hi, I want to know what that is. And I Googled it, or I, you know, have this app. And so it's more of thinking about those untraditional ways of, Learning when it comes to ourselves that will then ultimately help us be better L and D professionals. So that's actually, I guess, point A. (laughs) Um, But it's just as I go into what I'm talking about here, I want you to think of it as from a lens of you know these may not be traditional ways to learn, but it is absolutely, in my opinion, ways that you could learn. Faster than you would if you took a course. So, the first thing I always, always try to tell new LD leaders and existing LD leaders or leaders in general is have a beginner mindset. So, I was talking to one of my one on one clients uh, the other day, coaching clients, and we were talking about absolutes. And i find it so interesting because there are people in LD who will speak in absolutes that this you know design learning this way and you know create an e-learning that way and facilitate like this and i find that people when they speak in absolutes they lose out on what's happening around them because we get so stuck in absolutes, absolutes, absolutes. So that's one thing you know, I love about the the kind of the co-creators of the LCD model. And I know I talk about this a lot. But it's it's always like, okay, well, what's next? Like it's not this is wow, this is it, this is the only thing. It's like, all right, what's the next iteration look like? How does this grow? How does this get bigger? How do we transform this? And our mindset as LD professionals and L and D leaders has to also be the same thing. Right. So how it's it's really just looking at it from a, a beginner's mindset of great, okay, I learned this model, I learned this theory, I now learned how to do X, Y, and Z what's that beginner's mindset what's that okay great what's next how can i add to this how could i grow this what could be a challenge to this you know what's the on the other side what's the antithesis of this and so really having that beginner mindset and not thinking that okay i know it all i know addy i know sam i know agile i took this leadership course and i'm i'm good to go it's what new what new thing can i learn today And so what I always try to do as an L&D leader and even in my own personal life and growing a business is every day it's what can I, like, what can I learn new today? What's something I don't know that I want to find out? Uh, And sometimes it's L&D related and sometimes it's not. Um, Like yesterday, for example, I went full on in wanting to know more about the ages theory when it comes to neuroscience of learning. I really, I've heard of it, but I really didn't, couldn't tell you what, what ages stand for. Uh, and so for me, I went into that with a beginner mindset. Like, wow, I really don't know a lot about this theory at all. I've heard it in passing. I want to learn more about it. And rather than going into it saying like, oh, well, I've read books on neuroscience of learning, so like I don't need this, Right. I've read books on neuroscience of learning. This was really, really great. What I read and what I went through and I learned more from it because I went into it with a beginner mindset. So as an LD leader, you really, to step up your game every day, like what is something new I can learn today? Um, and I loved, I had Jess Omley on a couple weeks ago, a couple episodes ago. And she did a, uh, she has a What I Learned Today journal where at the end of the day, she's documenting what she learns. And so I think, you know when it oh, there's my dog barking. <laughs> I think in addition to that, you know it's thinking it's setting out every day, saying, "What, what's something new that I can learn today?" and actively seeking out being that beginner. So that's a really important part of uh, of being first of all just a good leader in general, but especially an L and D leader because we are expecting people around us and people in our organizations to learn daily, right? And to consume the content that we put out. So it's almost essentially practicing what we preach there. So that's the first part. The other way to step up untraditionally, I guess to say, um, would be to join a community. So I think, you know, what's so great, what I've noticed just in the last year and a half that I've really, really been... Super super active on on LinkedIn, you know, joining communities that can help you grow, um, you know, and can help answer questions that you have, can push you further. You know, it's I think so much in an L and D leadership, we sometimes grasp on to to having to know all the answers, and I'm seeing a really big shift, and I'm sure this happened from a COVID perspective too. Of a lot of us not knowing what to do and where to go. And you know, I think globally right leaning on each other more than we ever have. And so I think it's so, so, so important to join a community of people who are your peers. So who are other LND leaders that A are in your same shoes that you can commiserate with, that you can talk to, right? Sometimes you need people who know what you're talking about. Uh, you know, it's it's hard for me, I have friends who are not in L&D, and to talk about my work, right, it's it, it's not always easy to necessarily explain, right? A lot of people think, oh, you just train classes. Uh, but to be able to commiserate with other L&D professionals is important. But then from a learning perspective, from a growth perspective, you know, I am personally a part of the Talent Development Think Tank, and I'll put the link uh, in the show notes if you want to join that that community. And I love it because it's like-minded, you know, talent development leaders, but everyone is coming at it from a different angle And, and where one person needs help, someone else can jump in. And then the next week you'll see that that person who was helping now needing help and having questions and getting those answers. And so, you know, just knowing that when you stay in your own silo, and I've seen this happen at organizations too, where it's like, you stay in your own silo. You just focus on what you're doing or what your industry is doing and not really seeing outside of the box, right? Because, you know, I, I see it happens so much and I talk to colleagues about this all the time, but we get stuck in that kind of industry like, oh, I do training for real estate or I do training for uh, fintech companies or I do training for um ed tech or whatever it may be right and we kind of get stuck in almost being subject matter experts of the company and of what the product is or whatever it may be and we forget that at the end of the day we are subject matter experts in training and learning and development and talent development and so i think finding a community where people are coming from all different industries uh from an l and d perspective it's so 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 helpful and i have one of my clients who's actually a marketing professional but she, you know she talked to me too where she was she was always going to like south by southwest to see like what what were like other companies like cool hip companies doing from a marketing perspective uh they had none of those companies had anything to do with what she was marketing but that's where she went because it was a community people who it, was were sharing and You know, it was a great place for her to learn. So I really, I think finding your community is so important. Again, I'm part of the Talent Development Think Tank. I think it's an incredible community, but there's so many communities out there. Um, There's so many LinkedIn groups that are really active. Um, There are your local ATD chapter, right? Some of the ATD chapters, the Association for Talent Development, are really incredible communities to be a part of. So find a community, and it might take some time to bop around, right? So I think that's important is it's just like any friend group, just like anything. It might not be the one for you. You know, I had um, John Hinchcliffe on a couple weeks ago. He has the GLDC, right? A, A global learning and development organization where you're able to join and be in that community. So find the right community for you. Again, it might be that you need to bop around to a couple to find like which one fits. Um, but once you do, leverage it. So be active in it. Uh, you might feel I have nothing to, per- to participate in. I have nothing to provide. That is false. <laughs> um, I talk to my one-on-one coaching clients about this all the time, that we all have a voice. We all have a voice and we all have things to say. We also all have questions and we all have problems. And you know, as educators, as learning and development professionals, you know, we always say to our our uh, our attendees and our learners, you know, there's no wrong question, there's no dumb question, but we never really give ourselves that grace. So join a community and ask questions, get to know people, come with your problems, come with your challenges, because someone else will either A, have that same problem and say, thank you so much for asking, or B, what will happen most likely, and I see this happen all the time in the communities I'm a part of, is someone's already been through that and can give you the answers. So A lot of times I find with new leaders and new L&D leaders, especially, I kind of resist that. We're like, all right, this is my job. I'm going to solve the problem. I'm going to come up with this strategy. I'm going to come up with this learning program, whatever it may be. Uh, rather than saying, okay, how could this be better with an outsider's perspective, or what is a, you know, hey, I'm doing, I'm in ed tech, but this person over here is doing training for retail. Like, let me see what they're doing for that. You know, for me, when I left um, real estate and I went into retail training, you know, there was so much that I could bring over, but there was so much that I learned um, that I was able to, you know, again from other people and from other industries really see, okay, let me bring a little bit of this in from retail, let me bring a little bit of this in from real estate. We'll bring a little bit of this in from tech, right? And then it really helps to create your own unique style. So you're not copying everything. I've seen that too organizations i've worked for you know they look at competitors and they say okay well competitor xyz over there is doing this learning program so we need to do this learning program and it's like why why don't we do our own learning program yeah we could take inspiration from them but let's also take inspiration from this company over here doing something totally different or this mountain biking company that's you know teaching people when when it comes to onboarding like there's so many things but again. The way to find all of these is joining a community. And so just keep in mind that it's it so much can come from it because you get such diversity of thought and diversity of ideas. And just in the communities I've joined, I've been able to grow as an L&D professional tenfold of just seeing different things and also then helping people, right? You have the ability to help people as well. So definitely joining a community. And then the last thing that LND leaders can do to really really step up their game. And that this is talking about, you know, elevating quickly, right? All these things can happen really quickly. If you have a beginner's mindset and you start learning something new every day, you can apply that immediately. If you join a community, you can learn from them and apply it immediately. And so the other thing, you know, to from a more immediate reaction is to get Someone to mentor you or coach you um, to have that one-on-one is so incredibly important. The most I've grown in my career is when I have had either a mentor and/or a coach. Right, that is—it's it, an—it's a—it's something that is ends up being invaluable because the lessons that you learn, the problems you're able to work through with that person, is. More than you would ever be able to do within a community, with yourself, right? To actually have that person who says, hey, I've walked this walk before. I have been where you have been. Let me guide you on this. Let me look at your specific questions, your specific problems, your specific challenges and help guide you as I have done successfully before. I think a lot of people, you know, yes you can absolutely hire a coach. You all know I'm available for that. Um, but a lot of people, I think, shy away from it from a perspective of, like, what what would a coach do for me? Uh, but you can also think about it from a mentorship perspective, right? Like, who is someone that could dedicate one hour a week to you and your problems? Like, imagine that. I mean, that's why For me, that's why I love going to therapy. I have one hour a week where I get to talk to someone strictly about me and my problems. And same thing, my coach, one hour a week strictly with me and my problems. (laughs) All right. So someone to really help figure that out. And so it could be a coach. It could be a mentor. But it's someone who you want to really Who, A, has, like I said before, walked the walk before you, uh, who could lead you in the right direction. Um, Someone who themselves has a beginner mindset. Right? So you definitely don't want a coach or a mentor who is fixed, fixated on, well, I did it right and I did it this way, so this is the way you must do it. Right? You want a coach or a mentor to say, hey, this is the way that I did it. This is what worked for me. Here are the challenges that I had. Here are the challenges you're facing. Like, here's how your situation is different. Let's work through that together. So just finding someone, you know, I was talking to, to um, uh, a coaching client and you know, one of the things she brought up to me, uh, and, and a friend too, uh, one of the things she brought up to me is she said, I don't want to be a free anymore. And I was like, what? What the hell is a free And <laughs> i had never heard of this. And she said, you know, I'm consuming so much free content that I don't even know what to do anymore. Like, I don't know what's and I'm using air quotes what's right what's wrong like there's just so much information out there and that's why having a coach or a mentor whoever it may be someone who is dedicating time to you and I say coach too because typically yes you are paying that person and so that person is yours <laughs> right like for my, my my clients like they are paying me I am theirs for, for that hour long like I am with you I am here for your problems right and so Someone who can help cut through all of that because I think free resources are great. I myself try to give as many free resources uh, as possible. You know, it's really important to know uh, and to have access to these resources, especially you know people who can cannot financially afford these larger services. But thinking about you know as an d leader, what is the content I am consuming? All right. One thing, you know, I, I always talk to my my coaching clients' honors, you know they're if they're um especially ones who are career coaching, when they're looking for jobs, but they're following they're just following a million different career coaches. And you know it's it's interesting because when i I used to follow a ton of business coaches uh, on Instagram, on LinkedIn, whoever it may be. And then I started uh, working with my business coach. It's been about uh, nine months now. And one of the things that stood out that she said was she said, I don't really follow any other business coach. I don't listen to any other business podcast except for my coach. And I started doing the same thing and it's not that I don't have access to other information and occasionally sometimes there's some people who I'm like oh okay that's cool or see that pop up and it resonates but I am investing in myself through investing in a coach and so you know rather than looking at all the different advice that's out there and cherry picking, okay, maybe this will work for me, maybe this won't, maybe that will work, maybe this will work, right? I have someone who's saying, hey, I walked the walk before you, Here's what worked for me. Um, Here are the challenges you're facing and how they're the same or different. And let's work on a plan together based on what I already know, based on having walked there before. So I think it's just so important to have someone who can help you cut through the noise of all those resources out there and all that information, right? We're in the internet age, the digital age where everything's at our fingertips, which sometimes is awesome um, and at other times is so freaking overwhelming right? So having a coach, having a mentor, having that one person, right, who can really be your Sherpa, right? That's essentially what it is. Get a Sherpa. So whether that's a coach, whether it's a mentor, you know, whatever that looks like for you, finding your person. You know, I used to have a um, a mentor of mine who said, you know, a mentor of hers had said, you should always, you know, have a an older lady that mentors you and a younger lady that you mentor. And it was just like, you know, obviously age doesn't matter in, in this case, of course. But, you know, it was just interesting talking about, you know, that making sure that you're mentoring people and that you're also, you know, getting mentored yourself, right? At the same time, like while you're helping someone else, like making sure that you are also getting that mentorship. And as an LD leader, we're constantly mentoring like the organization as a whole. But especially if you have a team, you're coaching your team, you're mentoring your team, you're growing your team. Who's doing that for you? Right. So Sometimes within an organization that exists, like when I when I first became a director of L&D, I had a VP ahead of me and he and I have talked about him in my first episode, but he really was also my mentor. He pushed me. He had been in this industry for a really long time. He was well, well well-renowned, well-regarded in it, um, was very cutting edge. And so I learned so much from him. And so at that time, I probably didn't need a coach or need a mentor because I had one within my organization, but so many L&D leaders don't have that, right? You either report to operations and, you know, there's no one there that's necessarily walked the walk of L&D ahead of you. Um, you report maybe to someone who make, has doesn't have a background in L&D and just kind of got put there um, and hasn't done anything to really grow themselves in that. So someone you can't learn from. So that's why it's important, you know, if you don't have it within your organization to search outside, um, and to really try to find, and it could be within your community, right? That's why step two is so important, joining that community, because that's a great way to find a mentor. Um, I know that a lot of the Association for Talent Development chapters have mentorship programs, right? Again, a lot of these things can be low or no cost, um. Of course, like I said, I do offer coaching uh, for L&D leaders to really help with what I call the L&D strategic mindset. Um, but it doesn't have to be a paid service. There are so many services out there. Again, it's fi- similar to the community. It's finding what works for you because not everyone works well with everyone. That's a hu- human nature. So making sure to find your person. Who is that person that will spend that undivided time and attention with you? to really help you work through your specific challenges that you're going through. So short and sweet, like I said, I think. <laughs> um, but those are the th- really the three ways from an unconventional standpoint to rapidly accelerate how you perform as an L&D leader. So having that beginner's mindset, saying to yourself every day, what am I gonna learn new today? What am I gonna teach myself? What am I gonna find? Right? Again, it could be, oh, that mushroom is this type of mushroom. right? Or it can be, hey, I want to learn about this new neuroscience theory. Joining a community, so finding a group of people who can help lift you up, who can help you crowdsource, who you can bounce questions off of, who you can learn from, from different industry perspective. And lastly, getting a coach or a mentor or someone who can spend one-on-one individualized time with you who's walked that walk before, who's done this, who has really done this successfully, um, who you admire, who motivates you, right? Finding that one person uh, that really can be your go-to when you have these types of challenges. So. I hope all of this helped. Um, Again, these are all things that you can literally do today. (laughs) Like you can say to yourself right now, right? And I want you to do that. Maybe right now you're ending this podcast. You're going to hear my music come on in just a minute. And I want you to have a beginner mindset today. And then look for a community, right? Again, I'm part of the TL uh, Talent Development uh, think Tank, uh, the TDTT. Uh, I'll put a link to join that in the show notes as well. So if you're interested in it, I think it's um, it is paid. So you do have to pay to be a member of it. Uh, but it, I believe your first 14 days is free. Um, so I'll put that link in there as well. And then, you know, just again, finding that person, that coach, again, you can do that today. You can start to look for that. Um, if you want it to be me, by all means, I am here. I open up two spaces every single month for my LD leadership coaching. Uh, so if you are new to LD leadership or you're an existing LD leader and you want to have a more strategic mindset around learning and development within your organization, um, I am here for that. Uh, you also do get with that, uh, with my with my d coaching program uh, for executives, for, and for LD leaders, you get access to the talent development think tank, as well as access to the learning cluster design workshop. So a lot of great things, um, including access to me, <laughs> a lot of great things there. So uh, I hope this all helped you. Again, these are all things you can get started today. I Thank want you, you to have so that beginner mindset, to start learning if something If it resonated with today. you in any way, please let me know by subscribing, liking, and leaving a review. I'd love to hear from you on how you're using these tools, as well as what you want to hear more of. So connect with me on LinkedIn at Sarah Canistra, send me a DM, or email me at hello at the overnight trainer.com. I can't wait to hear from you. And until next week, stay learning.